Why do our intentions with which we approach our work have such a high impact on what we gain from it? And how can you really recognize your dharma? And what really is one of the greatest forms of dharma in your entire life? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, dissect, and consider concepts that I've thought about or read in different books. My name is Jagan, and I'm just a student of the human experience, trying to spread some knowledge out to the rest of the world. And the current book I'm going to be talking about and analyzing is Think Like a Monk, a book by Jay Shetty, one of the first books I ever read to begin my quest of self-improvement. And so the topic I'm going to discuss is the idea of intention and dharma. So dharma, for those of you who don't know what it means, is a Vedic philosophy-based ideology that can be closely linked to the word of purpose. So a lot of history in India and Hinduism talks about this idea of dharma, which emphasizes concepts of doing what you know is right and which aligns with your purpose and what aligns with what you feel is best not only for yourself but for those around you. And so one thing that really affects our dharma is the intention. So contrary to a lot of what people tell you in terms of how actions matter more than words, That is true when you consider the external effects upon other people. However, if you want to consider the idea of dharma and the idea of working on stuff that doesn't have any external metrics or values, the intention then becomes the most important part of how we approach this kind of work. For instance, take a book. If you read this with the intention of completing an assignment or simply for completing it with some kind of time scale, a mistake I myself have stumbled into many times, you will find yourself reading for the sake of reading and reading for the sake of completion. And the meaning you will gain from it will be relatively not as high as that of if you read for the sake of learning and knowledge. Not to say that you cannot have multiple intentions, but in general, you'll have a predominant intention through which you attempt to do something, especially when it has no outside consequences or metrics of measurement. And the intention with which you approach this work will create the impact that it has upon yourself. And so this expands into the idea of recognition of your dharma. So a lot of actions we do, a lot of things we think about have different results, have different recognitions. And so usually you have a few kinds of recognitions categories you may want to put yourself into. You have this temporary dopamine that comes from doing something like scrolling through TikTok or Instagram. Or maybe even like a long-lasting kind of dopamine from like a compliment that you get from someone. 
There's dopamine that comes from working really hard and feeling that peace and exhaustion after a long day's worth of work, a finishing of an assignment or task that took a long time, or something like going to the gym, which is intended towards self-improvement. And so, the way you can find out how you are working towards your dharma is to find those sources of long-lasting dopamine and peace and exhaustion and recognize them for what they are. Because if you identify what you feel after committing or doing a certain action, especially with a pure-hearted intention, not one intended to burn time or with a materialistic intent, you will find and get yourself closer to your dharmic purpose and your intent just based on that. And you can build upon that with a positive feedback loop. So if you do a certain action that causes you to feel better, and that causes you to feel more aligned with your own self, that may or may not lead you to another action, or an exemplification or exasperation of said action, to increase your dharmic purpose and feeling. So the purpose of that would be to create a positive feedback loop, where one thing feeds off another, which builds upon another and builds upon another, to create a mountain of dharmic purpose, happiness, and gratification. And it's important that you attune and place every single part of your mountain of dharma properly. For when you start doing the opposite, you will find that mountain crumbling into a crater. And finally, the most important aspect of dharma, the most gratifying from the least amount of work. And the one that really is what dharma is as a concept is passion in the service for others. Passion in the service of others means taking gratification, happiness, and satisfaction from being of use and service to other people. The passion, the intention, the reasoning, the rationality may all be for you. And the impact may also be for you in that regard. But the purpose, the dharma, the actual actionable items you do, is then created for others. And so by having one of the most purest forms of dharma, which is passion and service for others, you create great intentions for yourself, you create tremendous impact on yourself, and you also create impacts for others in terms of actionable items you have done, words you have spoken, things you have said for them. And that's the power, not only of intention, but of being aligned with your dharmic purpose, allowing yourself to recognize it and build upon it with a positive feedback loop, allowing one to feed off another to feed off another. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode on the idea of intention and dharma and passion versus purpose in the service of others. If you'd like to hear more content, feel free to drop me a follow at Stoke Spirituality on YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, or feel free to drop me a follow whichever platform you listen to this podcast on. Thank you so much for listening, and see you guys next time.